0: You're listening to the Slavic Literature Pod, your shelf-help guide to all things Slavic. I'm Cameron Lolata. And I'm Matt And today we're talking about Part 1, Chapter 29 of Vasily Grossman's Life and Fate. And in this chapter, we learn uh, the fate of, of Tolia, uh, as we take a step back from Ludmilla's journey about a week back to find uh, that Tolia had arrived at this hospital in a pretty bad shape, and the doctors had decided to do an unusual surgery on him, which briefly works before the um, nurse looking after him steps out to take a call and comes back to find him find him dead. Not a great outcome, medically speaking.
1: Medically speaking, you try not to kill your patients, yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or let them die. He wasn't killed.
0: Yeah, not ideally what you want. Uh, it's It's a tough chapter. Is there anywhere in particular that you would like to start?
1: Just with that, we all learned a little something today, that it seems, in our best estimation, Cameron's estimation, really, for finding this, and one of our, our listeners, do they want to go by Jenny? Something that was pointed out by one of our listeners, the sister in the chapter, as it is put, we all assumed to be a nun. Turns out it could just be an existing Britishism in the translation, in that this may be what some British people call nurses. I'd love anyone to confirm or deny this. This was, I have not heard this before.
0: Neither have I, but it kind of makes sense. I know other languages do use sister as a term for nurse. I mean, that's kind of where, when the listener put forth that question, I'd, I'd also been kind of wondering... I was kind of thinking, should I take a step back and look at the relationship between the church, possibly, and the Soviet Union in the war? And then I was like, maybe it's just because in Russian, the term nurse is med med-sister, medsister. I was like, maybe that's, maybe it's just a weird translation. Went over to the Russian. It does call her, like, the full term, you know, for medical sister. And, like, found a Telegraph article, which was about, like, hey, maybe we shouldn't call head head nurses or senior nurses sister anymore, because that's not good. But that was just one Telegraph article, and certainly not, like, and I guess if, I don't know what would confirm it for me other than, like, an NHS, like, staff listing being like, yes, we do, in fact, call certain nurses sister. Uh, But yeah, that might just be, using sister, uh, if you thought that was none, that may just be Robert Chandler, who, and we forgive him for this, is British, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, and may, using that term, that that would be more familiar to a, a British reader. Can't say for certain, that's totally supposition, but...
1: They kind of come around the corner and just smack you over the head every once in a while. <laughs> As Americans, we would never use um, confusing, incidentally derogatory language towards towards anybody. That doesn't seem like something we would do. So very strange to see it in, in a book.
0: Yeah. I mean, if there's one thing Americans are good at, it's coming right out and saying it to your face. <laughs> the derogatory statement. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah so that that could be something that you were paying attention to
1: what what did what did you like on this one what was striking to you
0: well i don't know if i i, I liked it per se i mean this is a tough oh, chapter you loved it. <laughs> um we i did want to bring in some some comments from, from other readers it kind of is along the same lines of what we're talking about from penelope we have i found this chapter extremely shocking especially as we know this boy's mother is close to being with him i also wanted to go over to the listener who brought up the the med sister thing in the first place and go back to the kind of the spirit of their comment because even if uh, Tarantieva isn't a, a nun. We, you know, Grossman does use religious imagery, so that is something that you could draw on, right? When at the very end of the chapter, uh, Tarantieva falls to her knees and says, "Our loved one, our flower, where have you gone to? Where have you gone to now that you have left us?" You know, I'm wondering if this, you know, this is something about shaking, shaking faith to people. Um, and I don't think we're going to be touching on that too much in this in this novel. Uh, I think Grossman is more interested in using religious imagery than he is actually in interacting with any religious themes or philosophies. Uh, but I think that it, think from our own perspective, I think that kind of thinking is tangential to the idea of like loss of, of faith in philosophies and ideologies that we're going to be exploring in this novel, which I, I would say I think is, is tangentially related, but maybe not necessarily what Grossman's intending.
1: Yeah, I think, I think there's, there's a reading, whether it is a nurse or a nun, the great power of the Grossman.
0: Right, <laughs> but i also really liked your your response to that which is that grossman could be calling into question the actual usefulness of religious orders and systematic theology in times of crisis i do think as a tangential point i do think that kind of bears out from the themes we do are actually playing with here
1: yeah i mean he does it everywhere in the novel so for him to do it again here wouldn't be out of place by any means but that being said seems like i'm buying cameron's explanation
0: I buy my explanation. But... That's good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, but also, to you know, in this moment we remember, I I don't know exactly how old Tolia is. I tried to go back to Stalingrad to find an age, and I couldn't find it just flipping through, but he's, like, in his early 20s. He m- might even be younger. I remember in
1: Stalingrad there was some debate originally as to whether or not he should be allowed to serve because of his age. I, I might even be recalling that there was some discussion on him trying to fake his documents to go to the front um so but regardless like he's he's very young it's a tragic death
0: yeah either way the source i found said 22 that could be wrong he could be as young as like 16 i I imagine i don't know the exact age you have to i have to look this up but like somewhere between 16 and 18 i imagine is the enlistment age so he could be he could be a you know late teenager but either way he has been lieutenant Shaposhnikov for part of this you kind of see the ways in which we flux back and forth Back and forth between uh, his name, Lieutenant Shaposhnikov and Tolia, and I, I, wonder if to some degree that's sort of this blurring line of a young man who becomes a soldier, and in this moment of death, when all of the stress and pain of life, of what he's been given of Shaposhnikov, uh, of being Lieutenant Shaposhnikov, falls away, his thin cheeks, his pale, swollen lips, his high unwrinkled forehead, forehead seem not those of an adult or even an adolescent, but those of a child. So I mean, just to, you know, a reminder that it is easy to forget war takes so much and we've talked about how much it's taken and there's so many realms you could pay attention to but even even with even in the most clean war you can imagine no civilian casualties no war crime just lining up some people in an empty field most of those people are going to be young young people historically young men in the modern era young men and and young women although certainly there's an argument to made that young women have been fighting forever as long as we've had just in a, in a different context. Anyway, that's getting into a whole different <laughs> thing. But, right, like, young people are the ones bearing the brunt of these conflicts. Even the cleanest conflict imaginable is going to be draining uh, a country of of its youth of an unknown amount of potential, of dreams, of whatever. And that's easy to overlook because they're forced into such adults that seem roles that seem adult. Like, the idea uh, that you should kill someone... I think everyone would agree is not something not something you give to a child, right? And but these are children.
1: Yes. And I like that. Well, I don't like, but it is frustrating that Grossman gives us this chapter being so close to uh, being reunited with Ludmila, and we're so close to a resolution, and he dies right before that. And the sort of kind of staccato of the chapters of Ludmilla leading right up to it only to be thwarted by that is so tragic. That's all. There's no analysis on it. It's just tragic.
0: Just tragic. I think that's all. I think that's all the takeaway from this chapter is it's also, and this is something we'll maybe talk about more in the coming chapters, it's so easy to abstract that fact away that the death itself is so tragic because it becomes a number, and in this moment we have to live through that death. And Mm -hmm. I think you 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 hit the nail on the head that it's just tragic thank you i think maybe this is a good place to leave it
1: (laughs) i think so yeah in that case you will hear from us again soon i promise